Welcome back to the first Off The Tips podcast for 2023. I'm Callum Hill and as always sitting alongside me is my trusty sidekick AC, fresh off a Queenstown bender with me and fair to say we treated our rigs like side alley dumpsters. How you going mate? <laughs> G'day mate, I'm good. I'm recovering. I'm feeling a lot better than I did last week but um yeah. Yeah, it's good. I must say I'm pretty smug today with everyone going back to work. I've still got another week in hand. Um, so, yeah. yeah, plenty to rub in about that. Lucky, man. The the detox period is well underway and the boys are looking to treat their bodies like temples for the next month. So <laughs> we've, had a, we've had a good holiday period. We ventured off. All the boys came down and visited me in, in Christchurch and we played a little bit of golf. We played Clearwater Rusley and Christchurch, also known as Shirley. Uh, AC, you'd never played golf in the Garden City. What did what did you think of the courses? I enjoyed it. Apart from my own golf game, it was actually it was really nice. Particularly Shirley, definitely probably the favourite track I played. But yeah, I I thought like all courses we played were nice, and it was just good to just get stuck into some golf when um in the break yeah it was great and the weather turned it on i've i haven't really appreciated the weather that we had in christchurch until i've moved myself back up to hamilton and it's just been diabolical ever since i stepped foot on on north island surface but from christchurch we we ventured down the line a nice roadie down to queenstown where we had good intentions of playing a lot of golf and AC got his clubs out of the out of the back of my car once, but my my clubs stayed firmly packed in the in the boot of my car. I couldn't stomach getting up and playing around in golf after the carry on that we got up to when the sun went down, or oh, and even when the sun was up at some in some periods. AC Queenstown, how much fun did you have? Oh, I had lots of fun, mate. What a what a place. There's just establishments everywhere to get on the Raz. It's so good. But, yeah, the boys were absolute cats on the first. I was pretty keen to play in the afternoon, but I was just getting crickets. Yeah, yeah. It was I was. It was a hard one to get up from. You'd, at the tender age of 25, you don't – you can't really – you can't really stomach back to back to back and then get out for a round of golf. But you're right – we were behaving like cats, but you managed to get out to Arrowtown on the um, second. A lovely course. I've never actually played. I I dropped you boys off and had and was pretty disappointed. I couldn't uh, get the sticks out of the car and and join in. But what did you what did you make of Arrowtown? I love that place. It's the best sixty five dollars you'll spend on a green fee ever. Like it's seriously good value for money. And I, if anyone hasn't played there. When you get down there, make sure, like obviously Jack's Point, Millbrook, nice courses, but I think Arrowtown's almost a, like it's a must. It's so good, and it's it's really playable for anyone too because it plays really firm. You can kind of just if you can hit it low and straight, you're pretty sweet there. 
Oh, outstanding. I, I need to I, I need to get out there. I was my plan was to get out there before we we make our way down the line for the Hillary and and April, but I'm I'm going to be fresh in the alternate shot when we when we get out for it. So any any New Year's resolutions, mate? Did when at the countdown? What did you say? AC is going to do this this year. Ah, oh, probably. I need to sort my golf game out. I want to be under a three by the end of the year. That's one of them. Another one was roguely is to read twelve books so one a month. Oh, I hit five. I hit five last year, which is not good enough. But yeah, that's one of them. Hopefully this year I'll be I'll be in airports a bit this year. Hopefully, so I always like reading on the plane. So hopefully that will get that tally up to twelve. What about you, mate? I actually had the same thing. Uh, read more. I've read. Um, I've been reading Ricky Ponting's autobiography since two thousand and fourteen, and I haven't finished it. <laughs> so I, I've got those lingers too. Yeah, I made sure I went in and bought a new book. Um, on the fourth, and I'm really enjoying it. And I don't really have any other apart from get the classic: get a little bit fitter, drink a little less piss. But also, my golf game. I I want to just. I don't really have a have a number on it, but I just want to be more con- more consistent and just make some better numbers. It's definitely like another one of mine was to have ten rounds in the seventies in a row, which I've never done. I just and that's that's a big call after a bloke who's been shooting like mid to late eighties lately. But that's that's one of my goals for the year. No, I love it. Just just set the bar high. It's it's good. Yeah, exactly. Last week on the on the socials, we were active and we made a couple of we made our yearly predictions. Uh, I'll just go through them. AC's predictions were Rory to win two majors, Minwoo Lee to have multiple wins on the DP World Tour, Taylor Montgomery wins his first PGA Tour event, Europe to win the Ryder Cup, and. This one that Jeezy would have been sweating at about midday today. Colin Morikawa to go without a win in twenty twenty three, and that is that prediction is still live after the capitulation at the plantation course in Hawaii today. Oh, that saved my ass! But also, like I, I've only survived one week. He looked bloody good for sixty days. So yeah. I'm yeah, I think that. I definitely, when I did them, I was like, that's my boldest take. And, yeah, but it was looking very dicey. Yeah, it was. I was, I was hoping that he, that he saluted. But my my predictions were Max Home will have a multiple win season and he had a great week this week. Shane Lowry will go unbeaten at the Ryder Cup. Rory wins a major. Lydia Ko wins the Open. And Ryan Fox will have a multiple win season. What did you make of my predictions? I think I think they're pretty cowardly if I'm being honest. Like I just apart from the Shane Lowry one, like can you please stick your neck out? Yeah. Oh, well oh, yeah, I, I guess. I guess you I guess you're right. I think calling anyone to win a particular major is pretty bold. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you but Lydia's also but the best player in the you, world. And I'd be in the I'd do the same, like if if she wins a major, you'll kind of claim that as a half. Yeah, and like absolutely. rightly so, but, but like, ah, <laughs> oh, that's all good. 
like, this weekend. Ryan Fox doesn't go multiple wins on DP this year. Like, I'll be shocked. I think it's yeah. like almost immoral. Maybe I should have said more than two wins. I think he'll, I think he'll win three or more times this year. Mm, that would be a better take if you if you're trying to be controversial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we also threw a couple of uh, punts out there this week, and AC's punts were he had, we you, for those that don't know and didn't follow the socials, we've we get fifty dollars a week to put punts on the the tournament when there's different tournaments running uh you can pick and choose how you spend your 50 dollars. but there was only really one event on this week the tournament of champions and ac went do you want to talk about you your punts and why you went that way the main reason for female was just he he can make a lot of birdies and it's always a bit of a birdie fest around there so i just thought oh, i'll go for someone who can get after it and then JT, I punted just because he's got such a good record around that place. He's um, played well there a lot. But also, I actually, like, no shit had Ram in there. And then I saw the odds and I was like, seven bucks, that's short. Turns out it wasn't. But I did <laughs> think, like, I was, I was kind of hoping for, like, nine or tens. And then yeah. I saw sevens. I was like, ah, that's quite tight for, like, a first event. Yeah. What about you, mate? Talk us through your punts. Obviously, having a collect is always nice to start the season. Yeah, start of the year off with a collect. I had 30 on Max Homer, top 10 at $3.40, which I thought was really good money in a, in a limited field event. Um, as soon as I saw you do that, I was like, geez, that's good shopping. Yeah. And then went to some pretty rogue shopping. I had 10 bucks on uh, Billy Horseshoe to win at 56 and he was – comfortably dead last after the first round and <laughs> just probably not a track for Billy Ho but we've we've shown him some love on the pod and I thought why not just have a crack because if that had landed geez I'd be I'd be laughing for the for the rest of the year I'd be tough to catch and you look like an absolute genius yeah and and you yeah, I would have <laughs> and, and then I had um 10 bucks on Jordan Speed to win at 21s which was a firm possibility until kind of the third round where he but he played some good golf jordan so this week's event was the tournament of champions as we've said and it's the first of one of these elevated events that the pga tour have introduced this season the purse was 15 mils at right ac yeah so it's effectively doubled really yeah yeah, so just another move that the PGA have done to kind of combat that that live golf stuff and trying to keep players in, in their tour. Uh, well, we'll talk through the tournament. AC, what, what did you make of it? Yeah, maybe just for those that kind of didn't get the chance to tune in today, obviously if you're at work, it was really niggly hours. Um, so effectively, my car was started the day with a six-shot lead. He had a three under front nine. He was going right, he was going nicely. Um, so he had a six-shot lead at the turn still. Um, but then Ryan put some pressure on him by cutting the lead to three with five holes to play. And then the big turning point was that stretch from 14 to 16, which are birdie holes. Um, but Colin played them three over. Ryan played that stretch three under. And all of a sudden, like it was just done, really. And then 
Like Ram just played out of his skin. Yeah, Colin was the only person that week to go bogey bogey on fourteen and fifteen, and he saved it for the last round. So that was a tough. It was a tough watch. It was, it's, you never. I don't like seeing anyone unravel, to be honest, unless it was like a Patrick Reed. <laughs> yeah, because we do get up Colin quite a bit, but it's he's a tr- he's he's a great bloke and he's a t- terrific player. But we just we just. We just think it doesn't hold up under the gun, and we were proven right today. That flub on fourteen, and then that bunker shot that he just when he just caught the ball. That was stuff that that was we've said it we've said it before, and we'll say it again. That's that's the stuff you see from a twilight golfer. But you also the the lights are on at that period, and oh, geez, yeah. his, his game just did not hold up under the gun. With a short well, game, didn't hold up. He's been he's got a new pitching technique that he's been working on and I don't know, maybe like he just kinda of reverted to old stuff and ended up with like a mix of I don't know. It, that's when it gets tested, eh? And we kinda of saw a bit with Spieth last year as well, like when they're going through those changes and it just seems to unravel once you're under the gun. Man, it was like you can't really sugarcoat it though, eh? It was just a bottle job. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> Massively. I just because I was at well, I'm just doing a bit of I'm doing a bit of work while I'm up in Hamilton, and I I just checked out group chat and AC's like, holy, this is a melt, and I was like, oh, surely he hasn't lost, and I went and checked the scorecard, and sure enough, he just absolutely bottled it, and I was like, how has this happened? But yeah, Ram just went out and did all he could, and he needed some stuff to go his way, and it did. Yeah, like credit to him, eh? Because he had to. Someone had to put some pressure on, and he's shot a ten under final round. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's the golf gods after he had that minus thirty three last year and still finished second, just helping him out today. Yeah, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, he led the field in strokes game putting as well. Um, Morikawa actually led that um, strokes game putting through fifty four holes, but the putter was well and truly cold today. Yeah, it just chucked it straight down in that blowhole off the off the coast, and it had come out ice cold. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. But man, apart from today, geez, he looked good all week. Yeah, he did. it's unbelievable how straight he can hit like a long iron. Mm. He just hits these lasers, like two meter cuts. It's yeah, pretty just, impressive. Yeah, I, I think you. Yeah. I personally think you're going to be struggling to see him not win in 2023, but hey. I agree, but at least he didn't win by like six today, which I thought was a huge possibility. Yeah, I was really hoping it was happening. I was going to have an absolute field day on the the off-the-tip socials, but just going down the leaderboard a little bit, um, Max Homer, my my man, making me money and just first tournament as a father and geez, he's just... He flushes it too. He hits his long irons straight and just has that ball on a string, I think. Big year incoming for Max Homer. Jeezy looked good this week. Yeah, agree. We hype on about him, but he is such a good player. Anyone else you want to mention? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a few uh, little notes. Uh, JJ Spawn, the shirt out. He had a good week too, but <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I, I like it. I, I personally... Yeah. Hate playing with a tucked shirt. It makes my bucket ass look even bigger than it already is. So. <laughs> oh, I've no, I'm he- neither here or there on it. Like, yeah. 
it kind of looks a little untidy, but man, I'm not gonna care, you know. Tom Kerr turning up in full with a full new Nike sponsor, 20 years old. The Nike have thrown the checkbook at him. Good investment or bad investment? Good. Most of their kit's pretty good. But those shirts this week were rogue ass. I don't know if anyone saw, but they had like this Nike tick on the back. and It kind of made the shirt look like it was inside out. It was bloody weird. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty rogue, but it's got people talking about it and that could be the marketing ploy, so. Yeah, but man, he's he's a special player, isn't he? He doesn't seem to be overawed by anything. You just throw no. stuff at him and he'll just play well. A really good week for Tom Hoagie. I know we talked about him. I don't know if it was in a an actual podcast or in one of our practice podcasts where we went over Tom Hoagie's season and it was it was outstanding last year. Um one, one at Pebble Beach, had multiple top five finishes and just was consistent and was there at the end of the season. Um, and did you see that shot he played on 13 out of the hag? Oh, that was incredibly good. Yeah. And speaking yeah. And speaking of good shots, that um that like flop shot hole out from Spieth on the first day, that just looked the con- I just can't comprehend the control and precision that these guys have with like a with a wedge in hand it's just like i was in or that's one thing that these birdie fest courses provide they provide like some funky amazing shots and you get to see like how good these guys really are yeah this i quite like this course in terms of it's quite fun to watch like even though it's a birdie fest, a lot of that is because it's a par 73 as well. Like you don't yeah. see that often. Like You put a pro on a par 73 and they're going to shoot bloody low. But Yeah, and I think they're talking about, I think uh, one of those par fives on the back nine is going to be a par four next year, so it is going to be a par 72 for this event. Oh, right. Also a good week for Willie Z. It was so good to see him back. T11. They said he's made a few changes. My, my untrained eye couldn't really pick up on much of it. He apparently is standing a little bit closer to it, but I don't like I don't know what that means. It must be something to try help his back a little bit, but it, yeah, just good to see him return well. And because yeah. I was a little bit worried, like obviously I'm no doctor, but I was like, you hate to see someone have a back injury like that that early in their career. Yeah, but, yeah. He he's just like looks like a rubber band when he moves. Eh? That guy, he's like he's like a stick and just. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't blow off the side of that club face. He just that that cliff face, I should say. But it, it is great to see him back and and playing well. It's just how the back holds up week to week. Is he going to be able to play three or four week stretches, or is it going to be week on week off sort of thing? That's what time will tell, and whether that affects his game. Yeah, for sure. Anyone else you want to mention, mate? No, not in this. I've got a little note on something for the playoff holes. That I'll that I'll bring up, but okay. So next I thought week, JT was a bit disappointing. Mm, I, yeah. I just expected a little bit more out of him, but that's all right. Um, hopefully, it's just a little bit of rust. He loves that place too, which is yeah. yeah. That's just why I expected a little bit more, but he still. More, I think he finished fifteen under, so he didn't completely stink it up or anything like that. But he was T twenty five in a limited field, so yeah. wasn't his best stuff. Old his uh, old high school putter in the bag. Interesting play. 
Yeah, well, he's obviously had that one that served him so well on the tour, but must just feel like he needs a change. What are your thoughts on the Tournament of Champions as an event? I like it, but I don't actually like how they've changed the qualification. What do you? Because what do you think about that? I, I liked it when it was just the Tournament of Champions. I think he definitely they've got to change the name of that. You know, it can't be called the Tournament of Champions if they're not all champions that year. So, because a lot of people have asked me that and like confused, but so I don't think it's a bad thing that they have. They just buffer up the field a little bit with the because what happens now for those that don't know is that if you make the tour championships or the top 30 on the tour, you also get an invite to this event. Um, and I actually I don't mind that part, but you just can't name it tournament champions yeah, would you keep would you just keep it as one as cow yeah i would but i see why they couldn't really do it this year because they lost quite a few to live golf so it would have been a limited limited field event so i i mm. think going forward it, oh i don't know they can't really backtrack now they've kind of made their bed so yeah i would have it just the just the winners because it's it's, it's yeah. unique you have the mm. you have the tour championship at um, East Lake, where the top thirty play, and then what you have an event where they're all playing again, plus a few winners two months later. I don't like it. I like having a little bit more in the field to follow, but I can definitely see where you're coming from. But yeah, I think it's quite a fun event to start the year. It's low scoring. It seems quite relaxed. The players seem quite relaxed as well. Not to discredit, like, Hawaii, what it man. Means. It's a relaxing place. Yeah, exactly. We've got the floral shirts on, floral hats. We'll move on to our, our player polls, eh? We'll, we'll kick it off with teeing off. <laughs> AC, what's your yeah, first okay, tee so, off of 2023? Yeah, it's just something I kind of noticed while we're in Queenstown. Um, and obviously, it's very busy that time of year, and it's just kind of footpath etiquette. Ooh, um, interesting. Like, there's a lot of people that they'll walk in a big group and they just won't be aware of who's behind them. So they'll just fan out over the whole footpath and just slow you down. And it's just like, yes, you can fan out, but you've got to be prepared to go single file when someone's behind you and let them pass. And I just noticed it a lot during the week or just during the week we're there, sorry, and or just people who... Like sometimes you, your hands are tied and you have to go on the right-hand side, but just people that go on the right-hand side is also annoying. Yeah. It doesn't help that there was just like a million people there. That's exactly what I'm saying. It, you, you don't notice it when it's quiet, obviously, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's some interesting behaviour. Never really noticed it, but hey, I'll, I'll keep a keen eye. Maybe it's because I was yeah. hungover and grumpy. Yeah, Peppy. <laughs> My teeing off this week is <laughs> at the whoever picked Matt Fitzpatrick's outfits this week at the <laughs> at the tournament of champions. Mate, like the bloke's already wearing sketches and, and you're stitching them up with like some floral golf polos that like he looks like he's gone down to a beachfront surf shop and bought them. And it looked it looked horrific. <laughs> And it was every day as well. I was like, oh, Ugh. what are they doing? And, like, I bet it's not his, I bet it's not his doing. I bet he's been 
he he showing up to his wardrobe that day and he's like, oh fuck, do I have to wear this today? This is like, <laughs> oh, poor guy, don't do that to him. Might as well have just got him a sarong. It was <laughs> actually another thing. I'll tear off twice. Another one I'll tear off about is just commentators just blatantly getting stuff wrong. Like it's like yes, I get stuff wrong on this, but it's not my full time job. Um, and the one that was so annoying is Mackenzie Hughes was going right, and Zinger's like, oh, he's really bounced out of the Presence Cup. He blatantly <laughs> wasn't in the Presence Cup. Like, he's, he's like, he's, and then he goes on like he keeps going on about. It. He's like, oh, you often see players really kind of thrive after they've had a Presence Cup. And I was just like, mate, you're just digging a hole here. He was a uh, he was tough to miss the Presidents Cup though, in my opinion. Yeah, he probably was, but that that's also easy to say in hindsight because he won like the Sanderson maybe like three weeks later, and then everyone's like, oh, you should have picked him. But he hadn't been doing much. Have you got a tough scene this week? Yes, I do. I You would have noticed on our story this uh, today, Todd Lewis just went for the handshake with John Rahm after there was one, and it, just, it was just one of those awkward ones. You, you've all seen them. They're always entertaining. And, he, yeah, he, and then he's just gone for like the awkward reach. And it, it was looking like it was it was looking fairly dodgy at one stage, and then he ended up kind of like tapping him on the hip. Yeah, <laughs> broke. It was looking like he was going in for a hog grab. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't know, man. That you must feel bad if you're like Ram and you look back at it. Oh shit! How did I not even see that he was going for the shake? But old, old Louis boy going in for a handful of Spanish chorizo, just. <laughs> <laughs> getting amongst it i don't have a, i don't have a tough scene this week but we'll replace my tough scene with content from from our listeners have sent us and some suggestions of uh things that their predictions for 2023 we'll start off with the gala multi-win season what are your thoughts on that i think you'll win one mm, yeah you? I, yeah oh, i think yeah i don't know i just think you have to win one to win two, don't you? So I'd like mm. to see him get the monkey off the back before we we see a multi-win season. The one thing that we might see is like now that there's elevated events, some, maybe someone like Tagala, who he will be in the elevated events, but he might be a bit more of a big dog at those smaller events in between them. It might True. be slightly diluted. So the that might there. give him more opportunities. A live golfer win, will win a major. Uh no, but I I do definitely see a scenario where, well, DJ or Cam will definitely contend at one or two this year. It's just going to happen. They're too good yeah. players not to. So it would not surprise me at all, but I'm just going to say no just for the sake of this. You? Yeah, I think I think we haven't seen the, the back of Brooks Kepka. I think he he'll put himself in one of these again. And I hope he does because fuck he loved like that's what we've talked about not having a villain like that'll be he'll be more of a villain now he'll just be mm, for sure. So are you going yes or no? Uh, I'm going yes. This is a little bit of an insider one. There's a couple of these. The the blue team's very own Dylan Callahan goes unbeaten at the 2023 Hillary. No. <laughs> for those of you that don't know and think what the fuck are we talking about it's our group of friends we play in a Ryder Cup every year started last year this year it's in Queenstown and last year one of our mates uh, 
he spent all his time on the range and zero and probably drunk a, a cumulative six beers the entire trip and he was the only person to <laughs> go without a point at the Hillary. So I don't think he goes undefeated, but I'm, as a skipper, I'm hoping for a better showing. Oh, Dill will definitely get a point this year, for sure. He'll be ready. Yeah, I, I hope so. Rory finally gets his green jacket. I love this take. I think he's... I think... Uh, after that hole out, just the way it finished at Augusta, I think he'll be rolling in there with good memories this year. So as long as his game's there, I think this will be, like, yeah, we say it a bit, but I think this will be one of his better opportunities. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm tipping him. I'm tipping him or, or Billy Hull at Augusta this year. Okay. That's, that, that's my picks. That, like, if that's not on my tip sheet when Augusta comes around, Get into me because I, I I'm so yeah, bullish on both of those guys, um, but yeah, I think Rory, like you said, it's well, every chance is a good chance for him. He's so good, but I just think if he can string those first few rounds together, I just think it'll just happen for him on Sunday this time. It, it's due to, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he's played so much good golf around there. It's mm. he's just always had one round that's just been real kicking the teeth. So. Let's just hope he eliminates that. I just don't want to see any more backdooring at Augusta. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree. Zalatoris FedEx Cup champion. I like it, but I just think I don't. I think the way the tour golf courses are set up just doesn't allow him to thrive as much as he probably should. Like yeah. they're not set up hard enough for him, which is a compliment. I, I don't you, think he or, would be the FedEx Cup champion, no. But like he's going to be at the Tour Championship. But no, I don't think. I don't think he'll be. I like the winning. take though. It's a, it's a bold take, and it's I'm bold. a big Willie Z fan, so I can get around it. Yeah, a couple, no for me. AC breaks par again. Oh, Oscar! I'll say, I'll say yes. I'll just say yes because, got to back Love yourself, him. don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes too. This one's a little bit, a little bit more rogue. Callum Hill to shoot in the sixties this year. Oh. Maybe at a at, at a pitching part, but I don't, at a proper <laughs> golf course, I don't think so. No, I don't think That's so. That's tough. Think eh? If we can consistently stay in the seventies, we'll be we'll, we'll be happy on this front. And you know, mm. the sixties would only ever be in play at a Stuart Alexander or something but which we do play it a bit but you still have to play so well yeah 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 you've got to play really flawless golf don't you yeah well, and i just don't have our, our level of flawless yeah i don't have flawless in me so i'm gonna that's gonna be a no from me but gee i hope it happens well i hope i make a run at yeah. it that'd be great to see yeah that would be seen another top 10 golfer joins live yes i don't know who but then again you can rule out probably Five or six of them. I've been pretty yeah. firm, but I yeah, would not be surprised. What do you think? No, I'll, I I don't think so. Do you yeah. think it stopped the bleeding then? Like, what do you think? We'll see a few more go. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think we'll see more go, but I don't think we're going to get any really big names go. As Brooks say, they'll have their number, mate. One of my mates was playing in the in the Mochuaca Open over the weekend and went and went wire to wire. So, David. Coming off his unbeaten penance run in Christchurch. Congratulations, mate. That's outstanding. What do you shoot? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't have the ins and outs. I'll get that. I'll get that up because that's that's sensational. So <laughs> moving on into next week, uh, where is Machuaka? Like it's like sorry, it's like Nelson, Nelson Nelson Lay, like ah uh, yeah, there, like kind of Kaiteri Terry, like the Golden Bay uh, yep, sort yep, of yep. area. Yeah. So, so moving on into next week, I was the inaugural winner of the Off the Tips Multi uh, Champion, where AC and I play a play a match and. The loser has to put on a thirty dollar multi, and our multi. Well, for a man who didn't have any tough scenes, I've got a few. Our multi, every leg hitting except the shortest leg, that was that. That was a tough scene. Oh, that hurt so much. It's always the classic. You have four legs. There was four legs, and the shortest one misses. And I actually put a bit of time in to construct that multi too, and I was pretty confident. And obviously, it got it went very close. But yeah, I I deserve to lose that thirty bucks after that pillow fight we played at Clearwater. Oh yeah, it was that actually was a, embarrassing. That was a definition of a thumb wrestle. That match. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that. I I hope we never play a match that poorly again. But it definitely could happen because it, oh, we've had absolutely. some bludges. Yeah, we we'll hopefully link up for a, another. Round two at a at a country course where where the boys can hopefully make a few birdies because there were there weren't many happening around Clearwater the way we were hitting it. And nah, there, there's some tricky holes there, especially that back nine. Yeah, have you got anything else you want to cover, mate? Nah, not really. Just a a good start to the year. Basically, if you if there's anything you want to hear more of, just sing out to us. We really um, are seeking feedback. Uh, we, we're just giving a good run at this stage, but obviously just happy to hear any anything that um, you'd like to hear. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we're always on the improve. Our podcast game, a lot like our, our golf game, we just want to be more consistent. So you guys let us know what you want to hear and we'll make the punters happy. But AC, cheers for your time, mate. Over in the... And the mighty Fongamatar enduring a cyclone tonight. So hopefully you come out the other side of that. Cheers, mate. Yeah, we'll do. Hopefully get to unscathed. The course is flooded, which is shit, because I really wanted to play some golf up here. But greatest, oh well. greatest counter hole course in the world up there. It is good, but it's definitely no um, Totoki, which is the eighteen hole course. Yeah, true. There's a lot of there's a lot of sixes and singlets holding us up today. It's really <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it can. <laughs> All good team. You guys had them well this week, and we'll we'll catch you next week for the seventh instalment of the weekly pod, and hopefully a couple of course reviews. Oh,